Hey guys, it's me, Rye. I'm here to read another issue of Rick and Morty, the comic, on this episode of Rye Reads Rick and Morty. This is issue number one, written by Zach Gorman, illustrated by CJ Cannon, colored by Ryan Hill, with backup art by Mark Ellerby, and lettered by Crank! Let's get into it. Exterior, the Smith home. Well, I think it's high time you start earning your keep around here, young man. Aw, jeez, I don't know, Dad. In between school and my adventures with Rick, it seems like kind of a lot. Interior, the Smith kitchen. All the characters are sitting around the table, except for Rick, who's standing up while he's shouting at Jerry. When I was your age, I worked two jobs and went to school. Yeah, and... And how'd that work out for you, Jerry? Hmm, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you because you're so buried in debt. Jobs are for idiots, Jerry. Rick stands up and walks out of the room, looks back at Jerry. Jerry's got his eyes welling up. You want to feel like a king, huh? With all your little little serfs working your land? You want to feel like a big man, Jerry? At least let me show your son how smart people make money. Oh, jeez, Rick, that was pretty messed up. I, man, I think I hear him crying. You can't something, something, an omelet, something, eggs, right? Am I right? Rick takes Morty into the garage. The garage door opens. What do you know about the stock market, Morty? Um, I think it's an aggregation of buyers and sellers trading uh, stocks, which are like, uh, they're like, um, an equity stake of a corporation or something. Rick is at the table, rustling, clattering, clunking with something. Jesus, Morty, next time just say nothing. It'd be less embarrassing. Rick takes something out of the box of trinkets. This is all you need to know about the stock market, Morty. What the heck is that thing, Rick? It predicts the future, Morty. With this, we can play the intergalactic stock exchange and make more money than we could spend in a lifetime. Rick's holding some kind of device in front of Morty. I don't know. That seems too easy. Are you sure it's legal, Rick? I'm completely aware of how legal it is, Morty. And besides, all you have to do is put your name on the forms. I'll handle everything else. Don't even trip, dog. Rick is removing a sheet covering his spaceship. Rick and Morty get into the spaceship. That that felt a little forced, Rick. I mean, are, are we even still saying that? What are you getting at, Morty? It just feels a little uh, on the nose, you know, saying, don't even trip, dog. Like, you're only saying it because it's the thing you're supposed to say. I don't know, Rick. Just forget it. Rick and Morty take off, leaving the neighborhood into the atmosphere. No, I'm not going to just forget it. You can't unpoop that turd, Morty. Oh, Rick, come on. I didn't mean anything. I'm on your team. Let's teach my dad a lesson by getting super rich or whatever your egg thingy. How's that work anyway? I bet it's real interesting, huh, Rick? Rick? Rick looks angry. Rick and Morty on an alien planet with some kind of giant cake-looking fountain pouring out yellow-looking water with a bunch of alien creatures circling around inside of a building that they're entering into. It's okay, Morty. Just stick with me and do exactly what I say, all right? Technically speaking, I'm not allowed inside this building. I thought you said this was on the up and up, Rick. You know, I don't like to break rules. Rick takes a big swig from his flask. There's a lot of alien creatures in this alien stock exchange, including a couple of Meeseeks. Yeah, and that's real, real charming quality. I bet the girls love that one, don't they, Morty? I do just fine. Not that it's any of your business, okay? And I like who I am. I'm not going to pretend to be... Rick Sanchez! A voice comes off screen. It looks like I showed up just in the nick of time. Ugh, time, yeah, we get it. 
there's a man wearing a giant clock who looks kind of like a Doctor Who figure with a red hat, a red umbrella, a coat of many colors, and uh, maroon pants. He's older with gray, long, wavy hair coming out of the sides of his hat. You have a time gimmick, in case you couldn't tell by the big clock around your neck. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Professor Talk. Time detective. First class. Ha! <laughs> wow! Morty shakes Professor Talk's hand. Rick fumes in the background. You're actually impressed by this Flava Flav mall cop? Uh, Professor Talk? Why not just call yourself the Dr. Clock? Get it over with. You know, you're not supposed to be here, Rick, and yet here you are. I wonder why that is, or perhaps I already know. No! No, you do not know, because if you did, you'd just arrest me already. You know why? Because time travel doesn't make sense. It's a paradox. Time travel is impossible. Garbage science. So, you admit to foul play, then. Jeez, Morty, let's just go before I strangle this fool. Did you see that coming, guy? I'll be watching you, Rick Sanchez. I'll be watching you. Oh, son of a... Did he just make a watch pun? Keep walking, Rick. You know, he didn't seem like such a bad guy, Rick. What an interesting thing to say, Morty. Where's the wire, Morty? Show me the damn wire. How much did he pay you to sell your whole family, huh? Rick grabs Morty and shakes him. Jeez, Rick, what the hell, man? I'm not wearing a wire. Oh, then come on, Morty. We got to get you registered before this place closes for the day. Government hours must be nice, huh, uh, Morty? Now listen up. All you got to do is pass a simple quantum DNA scan to make sure you're registering in the proper timeline. After that, we can do the rest of this from the uh, safety and comfort of our own home, okay? Rick and Morty are in line what looks like an alien DMV. I don't know, Rick. This all feels a little off, you know? I mean, I thought you said time travel is impossible. What about that cop guy, huh? I'm having second thoughts, Rick. You want to get Jerry off your back, don't you? Uh, I guess so. I know so. Rick takes a drink from his flask. Look, there comes a time in every boy's life where you got to challenge the old man for dominance. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta pull him out and lay him on the bar, Morty. You gotta measure him up, Morty. I don't like where this is going. Rick leans in closer to talk to Morty. Right now, Jerry's the silverback, Morty. But it's about to be you. You get it? You're gonna make a boatload of money. We're gonna be rich. Jerry's a fragile man. Things might get weird, Morty. It might turn into a real cats in the cradle situation. I just want you to be maxed. Let's go, Morty. We'll have plenty of time to talk when we're rich. <sighs> sure, Rick. The time doctor stands in the shadows looking at Rick and Morty. Exterior, the Smith home. There's now a giant glass lawyer-looking building addition on the roof of their house. There's construction workers and cranes building all around with uh, construction sounds, banging, banging. Interior, living room. Jerry and Beth sitting on couches with construction workers in the background. I can't take it anymore. I can't even think with all this banging. What do you need to think about so hard anyway? Can't you just be happy for him? You're the one who told Morty to get a job in the first place, remember? Well, I sure didn't ask him to add $10 million expansion to our house, did I? He's 14, Beth. Why does he need three bathrooms? Well, I've had enough. I'm going to set things straight. Knock on the door as Jerry walks up the stairs. Oh, what is it now? What do you... Oh, there's a giant crate in front of the porch. It says, this end up fragile. It's some sort of... Whoa! A giant robotic metal cat leaps out of the crate. Hello, user! Please, God, no! The children are upstairs! The valuables are in the office safe! Code 7436, please, God, just let me live! Jerry says as he's rolled into a ball on the floor. Thank you, user! The locations of your children and valuables have been noted! The giant robotic cat begins to walk up the stairs. Rick stands in the doorway looking down on Jerry. 
He's wearing a tie and he's carrying a coffee mug with a phone call headset. The children are upstairs. Christ, Jerry. Normally I'd make fun of what a coward you are, but man, living as you is punishment enough. That was dark, man. Real dark. Now if you'll excuse me, I've got to make another billion dollars or whatever. Rick, wait, this is getting out of hand. If I admit that I was wrong and that Morty doesn't need to get a job, will you make this stop? I'll think about it, Jerry. I'll think about it. Jerry stands sullen in the hallway. Ahem. A voice off the page. Jerry turns around to look. Dr. Talk is standing in the doorway. Pardon me, sir. I hate to disturb you at this late hour, but it seems that we have the same uh, problem. And I think we just may be able to help each other out. New scene. Rick is walking through what looks to be the hallway of the new uh, multi-million dollar addition on their house. There's several works of art in the hallway, including sculpted statues of Morty with fig leaves over his private parts. Rick throws his cup of coffee behind him. He walks into an office where Morty stands with a yellow dress shirt and a red tie. There's a picture of Morty riding a horse on the wall uh, of Napoleon Bonaparte. All right, bro, I think we need to step up our game. We've got Jerry reeling, and I think it's time for phase two. Morty stares off into the distance. We should probably just unload all our stocks now while the market is hot and... You got a mouse in your pocket, Rick? I said you got a mouse in your pocket, Rick? I don't know, is this a bit? Because I'm hearing an awful lot of wheeze coming from you. Morty air quotes. Jesus, Morty. Mice don't even say wee. They say squeak. That is even for debate. That's not the point, Rick. The point is the only name I see on those forms is mine, Rick. I assume all the risk... While you sit back collecting the checks, I'm starting to think that this partnership needs one less partner. Oh yeah, is that what you think, Morty? Well, maybe I should remind you that without my device, you'd have nothing, bro. Nothing. Katagami, would you please escort Rick Sanchez out of my office? Oh, so that's how it is then. Yeah, Rick. Morty pushes the button, calling the robot cat Katagami into the office. Well, maybe before I go, you'd like to see how this device actually works then. You already told me, Rick. It predicts the future. Come with me, please. And then I told you time travel was garbage science, Morty. Don't you ever listen? You want to know how this thing works? It merges our timeline with one where the stocks that we invested in were successful. Morty looks mortified. You know what happens to the other timelines? Poof! Gone! It literally eradicates an entire freaking timeline every time I fire this bad boy up. And that blood is on your hands, Morty. So enjoy your little power trip, bro, because I'm out. I hope you and your stupid cat robot can sleep at night. Late. Suddenly from somewhere outside of the room. Nobody move. We have you surrounded under jurisdiction of time law. Jerry, what did you do? Ah, jeez, what's what's happening? Outside on the lawn, the time doctor stands on the lawn with other SWAT police. We have obtained permission from the rifle owner of this property to conduct a full search of the premises under suspicion of timeline tampering and fraud. Failure to comply may result in the following. Oh, time police. What's going on, Rick? Isn't it obvious, bro? Jerry sold us out. We're being raided. Rick, <laughs> there's got to be some way out of this, right? I mean, you got to check up your sleeve, right, Rick? This is bad, Morty. This is real bad. This is my third strike, Morty. You know I wasn't allowed back in there, Morty. What are you saying, Rick? We got to go, Morty. We got to go. We got to go. Never look back. We'll start a new life. Oh. Freeze, put your hands up. Run, Morty. Freeze, stay where you are. Katagami, initiate battle mode. Battle mode initiated. Katagami turns into a gigantic... Pacific Rim-style robot, and he begins to thrash the SWAT police cars. What the heck was that, Rick? 
Nothing, Morty. It was nothing. Look, Rick, for what it's worth, I'm really sorry I let the money go to my head. Hey, don't even trip, dog. <laughs> hey, it's like the conversation we had earlier. That's a real, uh, satisfying conclusion, isn't it, Rick? At first it seemed like we were just filling space, but it, it paid off in a really satisfying way. Freeze! Stay where you are! We have you surrounded! The SWAT run up the stairs. Oh, man, what are we gonna do now? Now, Morty? Now I'm gonna do the thing I should have done in the first place, bro. You mean? Yeah, dog. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Open fire on some wackos motherfucker! Rick takes out an advanced alien weapon and begins firing green laser beams down on the SWAT team. Pew, pew, pew! New scene. It's a news channel with an alien reporter with Rick and Morty being taken into a SWAT truck behind her. Alien reporter. After over a 12-hour standoff with time police, the nightmare's finally over. Seizing over $12 billion in assets from the estate, Detective Talk refused to comment to the press, saying only, it's about time we caught these b****. The scroll at the bottom of the screen says, breaking news, insert clever news pun, and it's Glub 7 News. When asked to comment on his innocence, alleged perpetrator Rick Sanchez said only, I bet Jerry feels like a real a-hole right now. Jerry could not be reached for comment. At the bottom of the scroll, it says Rick Sanchez, geriatric gunner. Close-up on Rick looking perturbed. New screen with a close-up on Morty's face looking mortified. And in the middle of everything, we have the real twist of the night. 14-year-old Morty Smith appears to have potentially orchestrated the entire operation from day one. Really makes you think, eh, Glarb? It sure does, Fleeplebox 4. It sure does. In lighter news, we'll never believe what happened in our space equivalent of a kitten or whatever, went to our space equivalent of the zoo, I guess. There's a scroll at the bottom of the screen that says, Terminally ill space cat has last hurrah. There's a three-eyed green alien space cat standing on top of a three-eyed pit bull hippopotamus-looking creature with a happy birthday clown hat on his head. Oh, wow, that is super adorable. And now we go to Flex Zando for Sports Flex. Stock market crashes on planet Snorlab, reads the title. The new title says, Scrolling text writer goes back to drinking. A new three-eyed alien reporter says, Hey there, I'm Flex Zando, and I do the sports here in outer space, or whatever. You should check out our sports. They're like yours, but different. It's like a game of baseball, but the ball hovers, maybe. Or it could be like a weird type of basketball, but maybe it's played underwater. I'm not really sure. Good night, folks. The scene of swimming alien creatures with a baseball bat trying to hit a football into a basketball hoop. The title at the bottom of the screen says, Screw you, Dad. Glove 7 News. Out. Whoop. Black screen. To be continued. <laughs>